it's a great time to be alive, though. Think about it. Like now people are much more faster in their way to innovate because they have the ability to literally click a button and have what's up here to be exposed to the masses. It's a great time to be alive. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to your Badass Journey podcast. Today's conversation is with Dan Papandrea. He's an IT tech leader turned pre-sales solutions architect focused on family, making people laugh, and building deeper connections as he grew his career to find balance and fulfillment in his daily life. Dan and I met years ago, basically the start of our careers. And what I adore about him is his ability to be himself in all that he does. He's got a brilliant tech mind. He sees things holistically and can help people find the right solutions and what they need, but truly is someone that is so grounded and has so much fun with everyone he interacts with. I had, I had to have him on the show. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. You will notice that we have known each other a long time, and I hope that you will be inspired by his journey as much as he's inspired me. Welcome, welcome everybody to your Badass Journey podcast. Today I have Dan Papandrea. He's an amazing man that I have known for years and we are reconnecting over this conversation and I'm just so excited to have him on the show. Welcome, Dan. Great to be here. I I have to sit up at the better posture, I guess. (laughs) I'm feeling I'm really badass, but you know, from a from body language perspective, right? <laughs> it's so it's so wild how your stance can make a difference in your attitude, right? True, true. It, it is really cool, and I'm just happy to have you here because you know, you and I started our careers almost around the same time um, in the same company, and it's been so fun to obviously be at a distance for a while, and then now we're back in the same region, but. I would love for you to, to let the listeners know a little bit about yourself and how you came to the career you have today and feel free to share you know, your journey, basically, so folks know kind of the field you're in and what you do. So my journey was, a, was, a, was kind of an odd one. So I went to school for music and computer science at State University of New York at Oneonta. So, so uh, there I was actually doing music. So like basically like music production, music industry. And I came down to visit my brother for an internship and ended up getting a job at Comedy Central Television Network. And I just ended up, you know, going back to finish. I ended up at NYU. That made me kind of become, get into tech. And I really wasn't like, I just dabbled in computers, but I kind of picked it up and really enjoyed it. So I was tech support there. And then from that point, I met, I went to Advent, which is where I ended up meeting you. And at Advent, I was the the head of, head of IT for the East, right? So, and, you know, did a lot of that. And then after you left, I actually transitioned to a flagship product, which was, which was Geneva. And so it was, it was where it was a technical resource, a very technical sale, because the product was like this in-memory database and all this other things and like that. And so, you know, I was kind of helping from a sales perspective, implementations, and I moved into the sales team. And I just grew to love that. 
seeing new technologies and, and implementing new technologies. That, that's what brought me to HPE. So I went to HPE, for, which is a huge company, great company. Um, just saw a lot of the world, so a lot of different ways that people were, were selling into it. And now I'm at a startup called Sysdig, which is a fantastic company. It was very, it's very similar to Advent in the early days. It's like, yeah, it was like everybody wants to be successful together. We have a great product. We feel like we're on a really good trajectory. So again, I almost think my career is like happenstance. Like it's like, oh, you, you know, you didn't, you, you ended up getting an intern. You know, you, you wanted to get an internship at a music studio. You ended up working in a career, and then you know, it just took you to where you are here. So that's kind of how how it is from a career perspective. That's really cool. Is uh, what. What is the status now in your music side? Do you integrate like any of your learnings into what you've done in tech? Like, how has that kind of come to fold in in your career? You know, it's crazy. A lot of folks are in tech, and I've also have a music background. Have this like discipline, right? It's like you kind of want to go there, and you really want to be able to perform, right? And so you really need to know things down pat. I think like I I also played in a band for a while as well, you know, and. And so like being able to know your parts well enough so that others can work with you and you and they know their parts. It's the same thing as a sales cycle. It's like my sales rep is going to do this. I'm going to do this. If we work too well together, it's going to be a really good concert, right? I'm, well, whatever. But uh, you performance, get... Yeah. yeah, it's a performance. Well, but yeah. it's not a performance because it's reality. But you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but it is. Yeah, I do get it. I think it's an amazing alignment. I mean, if, it, if you think about a musician's mind, it is many parts... Right, coming together to deliver, and it's there's a lot of teamwork aspect to it, right? And and I can, you know, I honestly didn't know about your music background until just now, which is so great to understand. Because one of the things that I know from working with you and your your personality is that connecting people uh, with other people to create amazing moments is the energy that I always felt about you, you know, then knowing you. And so that's really cool that you found a career that you're able to align that with from your musical stance into tech, because so many people think tech is so, can be so harsh right. or so hard. <laughs> and you bring such a great um, people aspect to it. You know, I think you, you also are able to represent it in a practical way, which is really cool. You know, technology is like 90% psychology to 10% just, you know, things that solve problems, right? So I've always thought that way. And in terms of that, you know, the, the comment about connecting, like, you know, that whole Glad Malcolm Gladwell thing about, you know, connectors and all that. When I read that book, it kind of made sense because, like, I always enjoy... So when it's the Italian upbringing, I just like being in this place that everybody can be together, talk together, share, share their thoughts, and being a, like a culture that does that. Advent was awesome at it. It's always going to be the bar that I'm going to set every other company towards. Sysdig is very much the same in that respect. It's like, look, we're all here for a common goal. We're going to get together. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do it together, right? It's everybody at Advent. And, and, and since, like, I, can't, I, can't, like, I don't know. I talked to some people from high school. Obviously, I will always, you know, those people. But like Advent alumni, when you see them, I feel happy to see folks like yeah. so well. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy to see people like, Ryan, you know, like all the people that we went, you know, like all the people that we know, like, you know, Pete Hess, you know, he's the CEO and now he's over, at, you know, at Lithium, right? And it's just, I love to see that. Yeah. And it is, you're right, because it did cultivate a culture of connection. And also, I think the leadership team that we worked for empowered us to shine. And, and that makes a big difference in corporate cultures, you know, to, to create that synergy that we all felt 
um, and respect for each other in our own disciplines. Because as green as I was <laughs> at the start of my career with Advent in my 20s, interacting with each individual there just helped me up level to the next because they were so willing to work with me. Right. You know, I didn't have the drama and the animosity and the and the the territorialism that you sometimes find in certain corporate environments that does, you're right, it creates this like brother and sisterhood, <laughs> you know, where we, we want to like see each other again and cheer each other on. You like you almost want to work harder to make that exact hit that level is because you know that you're helping to contribute to that. Like, well, and that, and that they're also dropping constantly, but like you know, folks like Momsen, man, I wanted to make that guy be a complete owner of whatever's going on from that business unit from a Geneva perspective. And you know, to this day, it's like we you know we get together like the Geneva folks get together like once a year. Oh, that's so cool. And and now in your new gig and and what you're doing at Sig, is it? Are you able to cultivate that where you are? Is that something that drives you in your current environment? It's now the elder statesman, I hate to say it, to be able to, you know, like working with a lot of younger folks and like they, this is their first, this is like, it's like we, if we had, when we were back in the day, we had folks like Schmutz and some other folks named God, named God. But we, <laughs> basically, like, we're those people. I feel like now I'm that person. I'm like, I've lived that twice. I've been, you know, I was employee of the year at Gold, at 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 uh, at at Advent, and, and and you know I'm, I want to see folks get to that level as well. So the folks I work with now, I'm like, hey, you want to be part of this? Maybe once or twice in your life, and and so just relish these moments, get things done, and and build your brand, right? Yeah, the internal brand for any um, anybody working for a, a company that's growing, especially. If you're kind of in that startup to grow up phase, as I call it. And I think honestly, it was the advent years that gave me the bug to be entrepreneurial and in that startup arena for year after year after year. It's really cool that, that you have that um, energy around you, but also the ability to shine. And I think I'm curious what you would say to someone who's kind of teetering, you know, they're not sure if they're in the right environment. They're not sure if this is the right company for them. I'm not talking about your company in particular, but I know you also do a lot of coaching and advisement of your team. Like I know how precious your stance is when you actually have to manage someone. Cause I saw you groom a lot of people along the way. And I'm curious what advice you give to someone who's, who's maybe like teetering and not necessarily sure how to step forward into the career they want. If you're not happy doing your job, you probably shouldn't be where you're at. And, and, and that's the one thing I will say. I mean, uh, the economy right now is in a place where there's, there is a ton of jobs, right? But also you want to be focused on being vocal about this is the things that I don't like about the job that, that's going on right now. And if you're in a place that's not open to be able to hear what you're trying to say, then you probably shouldn't be there. And, 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 and that, that is, but you know, it's also the, you know, if, you, if you're not saying anything too, people are going to think it's just status quo. It's like, this is what you need to do. You know, this is just, you know, like, oh, he's fine or she's fine, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, that's a tough one, right? It's like, you kind of want you, cause I, you know, I want to make sure I work with the same people cause I enjoy what I work with when, no matter what, but you know, at life is if you're not getting what you want, right. You have to take that next step to the next place. I, again, I was at Advent for 16 years and I'm going to HP because I feel like I accomplished a lot there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to take it to the next I'll see if I can do the same thing somewhere else, be successful there, go to the next place. But if you're going to be stymied by getting to that next level, 
then you probably should like vote, you know, try to find a place that you are and then you'll be much more happier. Right. Yeah. I think it's uh, like you said, the foundation is communication, right? Like once you're clear on what it is that you want or the fact that you are unhappy, how do you, who do you go to, to communicate about it, to determine the what's next? You know, sometimes I'd say now, because there's so much opportunity, a lot of people think the grass is always greener on the other side too, right? And I, I've gone through that with the multiple changes I, I've gone through. But it's, it's something that I always try when I coach my clients. It's like, you know, have you exercised everything possible in the environment you're in before you jump out, you know, or before you just say, I quit and I'm, and I'm just going to, that this shiny new object over here looks better. You right. know, yeah, so it's like having both, like, you have to have the conversation. Like, I'm going to jump without really having that conversation, right? You have to have that conversation. It's a tough one. But yeah. If you have it, then you don't really, you know, you won't be able to grow as a person, as well as if you end up the next gig and it's bad and you do, you know, it's, 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 it, that's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope, right? Yeah. And I just think we're in such an interesting environment with how tech and the digital age is like affecting the brain span for commitment. And what we absorb all the time that you kind of think that there's always going to be something better, something different or, you know, whatever that looks like. And it's just interesting, you know, a leadership stance like yours is, uh, is to keep an open door, right, for the communication. So if you were to tell somebody else similar to you that's in tech, that's in leadership, you know, you have the sales aspect to it. So you're talking to your clients all the time, too, and trying to make sure you have the best solutions for them. You know, how would you advise somebody who is moving into a leadership role and not necessarily sure what their communication stance is or how to create an open environment? What are the things you do with your your teams? We have an open dialogue. I mean, we're trying to like just make sure that what if there's things that are somewhat critical, then said in such a way that that's that's gets them to progress as a person. So I think the the challenge for anybody jumping into leadership is is be, is being able to have that open door, but also be able to have those frank conversations. You're going to have to say some things that like are going to help to motivate. I, I've had it, you know. We've all had it. You've had it. I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's having those frank conversations, but also making sure there's a spin that it gets us to the next level from 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 that perspective. Like slow down when you're presenting something, right? Focus on kind of organizing your day. Or can you kind of under, help me understand what your plan is so I can help you get there? Because if I don't know what your plan is, again, going back to the communication pendant that you said, if I don't know what your plan is, how can I help you get there, right? Yeah. Anybody coming into that leadership role is always going to be like an individual contributor. Like, I'm just going to go and do it. You know, true leadership is saying that you can get five individual contributors going and making, making those things happen. Super tough, right? Because sometimes you might not have hired that person. Mm-hmm. Right? maybe they feel slighted because they think they should be in that role, right? It's, that's such a, it's, it's, it's really tough, right? So no answers here. It's just, you know, I'm going to just going to spout off what I'm thinking. Is, is yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, that's real though, right? Because that's, that is the natural, when you're natural about your own abilities and you shine a light on them, it becomes more approachable for people then to share, you know, and, and not feel like it's a closed door. And I always like to, when I, when I coach my um, executives, there's a lot of reminding them to ask and not so much as assume right. they know what's going on with their team or each individual, et cetera, um, especially 
when it's a crisis. Generally, I'm brought in, you know, my consulting firm, like we're brought in when there's a crisis <laughs> a lot of the time. And it's almost like, okay, I have to put everything on pause and let's ask the questions. Like what's really going on here so we can get to the root of it. Right. And I, and I, I appreciate your approach and your style and leadership is that, you know, you create the door, the open door is there, but you're also showing them how, you know, and you're asking the questions to get to the truth so that you can build it together, which is really cool. Yeah. So tell me what you've been focused on lately and, and kind of what, what is it that, um, you know, maybe you want to share like a badass moment with our listeners that, that you're most proud of. Currently, well, my children, obviously, you know, those are the, that's my, you know, I'm definitely you know, very, obviously, like, that's probably the, you know, the best thing I've contributed to this world. But um, in terms of work, I just, you know, was just the nominated the, the H1 Rockstar. That's just by, you know, it's the kind of award they give out for the region that had the, you know, did the, the best, um, which was the East Coast. And, and again, I, you know, I'm very humble in that, you know, there was a team effort. It was all, all our full team, you know, from inside reps all the way to sales reps to our other SEs around the team. And so I was very happy about that. I mean, what we're doing now is trying to scale this business, right? Because yeah. you get to a point where you realize you can't be on every call. Again, that whole idea of now taking that skill and bottling and helping other people get there and also learning from those people. There might be things that you want to add to your skill set. So again, scaling, the, scaling your own capability, but also scaling the levels of the team. That, that's of interest to me. Yeah. Scaling is, a, is a, such a great challenge and to do it at the right pace. I think, again, that's another lesson learned we had way back when, when we started Advent because of what it was initially and then what it had become just in the short five years I was there, but also continued to become. I really like that, that growth pace, you know, and sometimes in these startup environments, there's this like manic pace (laughs) that you have to grow so fast that you don't know how to sustain it. I'm curious with your perspective on technology and, and what you've been exposed to, do you feel like scaling a business has a, has a faster rate now with the tech that's out there or is it? Without a doubt. I mean, there's technologies that took play. There's technologies out there that basically it was like, if you look at 10 years ago to five years ago to two years ago, the adoption of new technologies so quickly and so rapidly, and then things that are happening going forward that are going to make people, you know, think about what they're doing. Like, and you're making this investment, you're making a large investment from, you know, from my customer's perspective. And we got to be like, look, we're going to help you get, solve the now and then solve the future because there's so much stuff that's coming out. You know, Google's, Facebook's, the LinkedIn's, the, the Microsoft's of the world, the Apple's. I mean, the, the innovation's coming at us so quick. You have to have your ear to the grindstone. So it's almost like ADD theater because you're like, hey, let me focus on what I'm doing now, but I guess with this customer that's thinking, hey, I need to do this, this, and this going forward. So you have to be abreast of all of that. So any startup is like, if they're in a, in a niche market, like we're in a fairly niche market, but it's literally on the cusp of being, we sell to with microservices containers. Like, so basically if you heard of the term Docker, mm-hmm. uh, we sell to like those uh, folks that are orchestrating microservices. And so that world has, you know, it's different from a week ago. It's different from a year ago. And, yeah. I'm, you know, it's, it's going forward. So we have to kind of, you know, roll with those punches and, and not so much punches, but roll with the changes and being able to be cognizant of it. To really just, you know, to, to boil it down to it's just being, being cognizant of what technologies are out there. So then you can service your customers as well as you know, augment your own skill set. Yeah. So it's like the scalability with the sustainability. 
Right. Right. Like it, it's it's that same eye or two eyes. They <laughs> need to make it in order to be successful and trusted and and sustain the ever changing tech environment that we in. I think it's I think it's an interesting pace that we're at now, and I think a lot of companies are. They're still. It's amazing to me that some companies actually run on like twenty-year-old, you know, platforms. You know, to, and to catch up and do a transformation and change over, it's just the it's just a whole other environment okay. to think about. From a business perspective, value perspective, they're going to have to because they're going to have to adapt to you know this disruptive technology that are there. You think about Uber, right? Or you think about Lyft, Uber or Lyft or what have you. Yeah, New York has completely changed because of that. Like, you know, people like using that to do things. Amazon, another great example, right? They can go, you know, doing do what they have to do. It's like, it used to be that somebody had to call me. I'd have to rack a server. I'd have to do all these things. Yeah. You know, now it's just like, uh, click a button. I can do that. Or I'm only using this much resource. I don't have to, you know, commit to everything, right? So it's a great time to be alive, though. Think about it. Like, now people are much more faster in their way to innovate. They're yes. faster going to market with this stuff because they have the ability to literally click a button and have what's up here to be exposed to the masses. It's a great time to be alive. It really is. And it's so cool to see it um, across so many. And I would say, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is so large too, you know, so that, that you can actually launch something fairly quickly now between like getting your website ready, a digital marketing campaign, producing your products, you know, getting your service or your tech out there um, with ease. And it is, it is just an ever-changing world, which is just yeah. so wild to be a part of. I do think we came up in it at the right time uh, to see. So from, cause for me, when I graduated college, that's when like the internet was born. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it's been an interesting evolution just in, in my whatever, 20 years of it all. And then, and then also to just continue to see how innovation progresses is just really cool as well. Absolutely. So um, as we close out today's conversation, you know, I would love to hear from you. If you when you hear the word badass, um, how do you define it? Dan, Pop, and Drea. Um, That's right. That's right. Poppy in the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I, the way that I see it is, you know, look, it's any, anybody who's, who can do their job really well. I can motivate others as well to do their job really well. And, and also that's enjoying everything that life has to be offered. And that means balance, right? That means family. And it's easier said than done with me. My wife will be like, I see you once a week. And it's like, look, I'm doing this for a reason. Right? I want to get us to the next level, right? So that to me is being a badass, right? It's all being, having that balance between being a badass at work, being a badass at home, being a badass with your family, your friends, that network that you have. Like when I saw your notes, like I would just jumped at the chance to be able to talk to you because I, you know, I haven't seen you in a long time and I'm so happy and proud of you where you're at. So it's just like, it's, it's an, it's like, cool, this is a great interview, but it's more like, Hey, I want to see you and see how you're doing. So thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And on sharing your badass journey with everyone. If, if anyone wants to connect with you, learn more about your business, et cetera, what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn, so um, it's it's pretty much uh, you know Dan Pop Andrea. I'm also on Twitter as Dan Pop NYC. You'll see a lot of tech stuff. You'll see a lot of just various ramblings and stuff like that. 
in pictures of my kids sometimes, but that's pretty much, you know, what it is. But I'm pop assisting. Pretty much pop is the kind of standard uh, yeah. thing. Been, that was actually part of my contract when I came over to Cystic. I'm like, I'm popatcystic.com or I'm not coming over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'll make sure to add it all in the show notes so people can connect with you as needed. And again, thank you so much for being on today's podcast. And ultimately, we will be hanging out. I can't wait to meet your kids. And I'm just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. So thanks again, Dan, for, for being on today's show. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Proud of you, Green. See you later. Okay, bye. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.